Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Namaste, yogis, and welcome to the Yoga Revealed podcast. Namaste, beautiful humans. Andrew Seely and Alec Rubin here, and we're so excited to be back to the Yoga Revealed podcast with y'all. Yes, and it's been an absolutely epic adventure. Uh, the past year was magnificent. So many, a multitude of magical opportunities and great new avenues for us to truly spread this light, to live this love, and to continue to reveal the power of yoga. Andrew and I have embarked on so many different studies and travels in 2018, and we're excited to integrate this into this podcast and share with you the medicine. Well, the key to this is that what we've been doing has been an absolute passion project. And with Yoga Revealed being a passion project, something that comes truly from the heart, it has allowed us to be able to share this message genuinely with so many different people throughout the world and to listen to your stories and to share the stories of the most inspirational yoga teachers. And today, we're really taking the time to dig deeper into our stories, into what has brought us to where we are today and why we continue to share this wisdom with you. I love that. I love that intention of what's wanting us to reconnect into a more weekly to monthly podcast while being able to share, again, our own personal experiences with yoga with you and be able to offer something that is going to be so next level for us to all connect face to face, practice to practice, heart to heart. So I'd love to kind of drop in with you, Andrew, and ask you the questions, you know, We've heard so much of your story from uh, soccer and from athletic, from athleticism. But over the last two years, what have been the biggest keys in the tools to help you truly integrate yoga into the greater grand picture of, of servant leadership? I would have to say that uh, three of my biggest tools in integrating yoga into my leadership has been really utilizing yoga as a practice to deepen my sense of mindfulness and to deepen my service. Uh, Really being in a mindful state of understanding that all that you're doing is connected to the full cosmic consciousness has really brought me to the state that I understand better that, you know, my daily practice of meditation, my daily practice of healthy plant-based eating my daily practice of really taking my time to focus my breath. All of those are integral parts of my whole existence of being able to positively impact the people who I love and care for. Mm. Um, So I would say, number one, really taking the time to check in and check in not only with myself, but also with my mind, my body, my spirit, 
on a day-to-day basis through a 20-minute meditation in the morning and the evening has been absolutely pivotal in allowing me to be able to come out into the world, to check in with the people who I love, Mm -hmm. and to also be fully aware of all the intricacies of the present moment. Because it really drops you into that 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 mm, that, yeah. that that deep resonance. You no, know, I agree with that, and I echo that. Essentially, what you just said is a non-negotiable daily spiritual practice. No matter what's happening in your life, no matter where you're going, no matter what you're doing, no matter who you're doing it with. Yeah, you're always with yourself, and you're always with source consciousness. Mm-hmm. And to be able to take the space and the time within the first hour of opening your eyes. To close your eyes intentionally and connect to the infinite abyss within. That's beautiful. Yeah. And then I would say uh, number two is uh, really, 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 really deepening Hmm. my connection with community. Hmm. Because uh, one thing that I've realized is that, you know, it's great to be able to practice at home and it's great to be able to do pretty handstands and it's great to be able to, you know, get into deeper backbends. Um, But how are we really bringing that wisdom, that knowledge, that awareness into our communities and helping to inspire the people who are our best friends, who are, you know, our our really incredible teachers, who are even, you know, some of the people who we see on a day to day basis? Um, You know, how are how is your yoga pouring into your life? How is your yoga helping to affect your atmosphere, your environment? And um, that's really been one of my biggest, um, I would say, biggest explorations and and largest uh, services for this last few years has been really um, amplifying community. And whether that's teaching at, you know, Envision Festival or teaching at Lightning in a Bottle or, you know, giving my heart to uh, this kids yoga project that I'm doing with Aloe Yoga, it's like... All of these things are different aspects of the full um, embodiment of my yoga. And Mm -hmm. I think that when we take yoga off of the mat and into the world, thanks Sean Korn (laughs) and Hala, um, when we take it off the mat and into the world, we really do see the value of yoga, not just for our personal self, but also for uh, a servitude to, to humanity. Mm, it's beautiful. You know, I was having a conversation with Yashoda the other day who taught me Vedic meditation five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about how people live yoga. And you can really tell when someone is truly living in their walk in beauty through the practice and the facet and the lens of yoga by how they show up in the face of intensity and challenge and chaos and in their relationships, mm-hmm. when there's a more grounded sense of response than reaction. And naturally, we'll all have the ability to react and to catch ourselves in that state of, of awareness mm-hmm. and to own ourselves in our own humility, right? Yet, if someone's practicing, practicing, and practicing, yet there's not so much to show for it. You know, just talking to you showed and I just love because I see you in so many ways where you either catch yourself or you're always in a conscious state of response. Mm-hmm. And that to me shows that your personal practice, it integrates and yeah. it's beautiful to witness. And it's also beautiful to witness for others who I see who have maybe also a greater opportunity to truly integrate the hours, the days, the years spent upon their yoga mat into those critical moments, those great sacred opportunities to walk as a conscious yogi practitioner. Well, when it comes to walking the path, I feel that, you know, of my peers, you're definitely one of the people who I fully admire. Mm. And I would say that when it comes to admiration, it's really... It's really one of those things that that creates a deeper sense of uh, a deeper sense of connection, you know, a deeper sense of understanding that we're on this path together. And one thing that I really appreciate and find you to embody, Alec, is a deep sense of learning. Mm. And I wanted to ask you, what has been 
I mean, one of the most incredible takeaways from your learnings in the past couple of years, because I feel like you've been, I mean, and also give us a little framework for what okay. you've been learning for sure. the past couple of years. Sure. So, you know, I actually reflected on this last night. I came home pretty early instead of going out and I was, I was sitting for, usually I, I sit for just 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes at night. But last night, you know, the, the, the time just kept going. I sat for like 60 minutes before going to bed. It was beautiful. And I, I reflected on um, my journey in studentship and, uh, you know, being able to claim into a whole new level of empowerment this year, that which I have to teach and share. I mean, I've been teaching for eight years and I taught consistently for um, six years in Boulder, Colorado, and I was teaching upscale 15 classes of yoga a week. It got intense towards the end and I learned so much, but it all began at core power yoga. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I am grateful for the roots. I, I always feel that we should never forget where we come from. Definitely. No matter what your walk of life is and no matter where you are now, just where you are now, if it might not be the best, it's just where you are now. And life is getting better and better and better and better and better with the choice of faith mm-hmm. and perspective. So core power yoga, you know, I, I um man, you know, it was so open. It just felt so inviting at the time for me to experience something that I would have never, ever gone into. And I went in and I did a teacher training and then I did another one. And then I kept doing teacher trainings. Usually it was, it was more for my first three teacher trainings. It was in the vinyasa realm. And then I got really, I got sucked into the Ashtanga yoga world and Mm -hmm. really studied with Richard Freeman, Mary Taylor and Ty Landrum for about three and a half years took a training with them and took another training with them. And next thing I know, I, I hurt my shoulder. Remember that whole journey? Yep, I do. And it was one of the most humbling experiences from going almost to third series in Ashtanga yoga and uh, being able to not do downward facing dog and chaturanga. It was debilitating. And then a beautiful man named Eddie found me hmm. three years ago. How'd you find Eddie? Yoga Revealed Podcast! What do you know? Oh my god, it just changed my life. I remember that episode in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I hit stop on the record, I was like, when's your next training? I'll be there. And he was like, in October, in Maui. And I was like, done. And I could sense that he was like, yeah, we'll see if this kid shows up. Mm -hmm. I sent him a photo of my flight the next day. And he was like, whoa, this kid's for real. He invited me to India to study with him. And, you know, when I met Eddie, it was truly a new depth of what is called the, the Shistya and Guru relationship, teacher-student relationship. And it showed me how much there is to learn because he's still a student and he's 66 years old and studies with a man named Arun who's also on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And Arun studied with Mr. Iyengar for 55 years. What? Yeah, and that that kind of studentship I feel like is, that's that deep resonance where you're truly embodying the wisdom of the teacher but also through your own self-exploration, you're embodying your own experiences and you're really taking the the magic of the Mm -hmm. wisdom and converting that into the alchemy of your yoga yes so you know bks iyengar he told one person the following and that one person is arun he told arun to take this his message his teachings and explore explore within it and to create and to experiment his own modalities and authentic understandings of what's happening on the subtle body and on the physical body. Mr. Iyengar never told anyone else to like literally experiment and explore the asana. And it's just so beautiful to see what, you know, so much of us have done, what you've done, what I'm doing, we're exploring and we're experimenting within that which we know and live and feel and practice, always practice what you teach and teach what you practice. Mm-hmm. It is so important to be able to hold that line of personal, authentic integrity. So, you know, after I studied with Eddie about um, three trainings, I... Uh, Went to London, 
to get a master's degree mm-hmm. in traditions of yoga and meditation. And you know what, really what that taught me, it taught me, Hey, I'm not an academic. <laughs> <laughs> the academia world is radically intense to a level. That's just not my path in life. You know, I, I, I appreciate it and I value it. I learned a lot mm-hmm. uh, about yoga, about ancient yoga, about tantrika, about things that, Honestly, went through one ear and out the other because it was so complex mm. that I couldn't fully grasp them. But it inspired me. And it was beautiful to see a layer of yoga that exists that is still very much alive. Mm. Just maybe not to the forefront of the consciousness for majority of yoga practitioners and teachers and students in the world. I learned about things that I have never heard of before in my entire life. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And I feel like, you know, obviously knowledge, it's it's so vast, but you really have to choose which knowledge resonates most with you for it to become wisdom. I fully agree with that. Totally. You know, and so to answer your question, you know, I uh, in April of 2019, I'm going back to Maui to study with Eddie for my eighth month-long immersion in my life. Hmm. And, you know, this is something that I, I don't know if you knew this about me, but when I took my first teacher training eight years ago, I made a commitment to myself that for the first decade in my practice that I will take a month-long teacher training of some form mm-hmm. every year, no matter what. Wow. And so far I've upheld that. And uh, you know, it's um it's beautiful because now I feel like I am at this place at this stage where I do want to be able to go out more and more and teach workshops and retreats where I hadn't done that in the past because I was focusing so much on the study and the student and just taking it in, taking it in and um teaching on a weekly basis in Colorado and then I got bit by the travel bug. The travel bug will get you. It and, will uh, get you. You know, traveling <laughs> as a yoga teacher is one of the greatest blessings because as a traveler, I would go to, you know what it's like, I'd go to hostels and I'd go to hotels and I'd be like, hey, mm-hmm. I, um, I'm a yoga teacher. I got a podcast and I would love to highlight your whatever it is if I can <laughs> stay your, here for can free. I highlight your whatever it is? <laughs> you know, and usually they'd be like, yeah, I want to interview you, but uh, <laughs> first I want to highlight your whatever it is. <laughs> you know, it's um, it's something that it's a tool, it's yeah. a it's a service mm-hmm. to leverage, to share the potency of what yoga does, and I love what Eddie says. It is a self reliant healing modality. Mm, self reliance. That's yes. that's something I would love to get into because I feel like in the yoga world today, there's so often you know people who teach a lot of classes, who teach a lot of privates and are doing their best to make yoga a full-on lifestyle. And I feel like teaching yoga at times can be so strenuous, not only financially, but also mentally and energetically, that we as yogis really got to learn that self-reliance, that that deep understanding that you know, having supplementary income, having supplementary ways of relationships that bring you happiness, having supplementary spiritual practices, whether that's uh, cooking or, you know, singing, it's all of these modalities come into your yoga practice and come into your yoga lifestyle. And I, I can't say it enough. I mean, everyone or I have a lot of people that often ask me, you know, how do you how do you maintain, you know, living this lifestyle where you're traveling and you're teaching and you're you're going to all these festivals and I'm like there's so much that I do on my computer behind the scenes, there's so many emails, there's so many conference calls, there's so many different aspects to my quote-unquote business that you know are behind the scenes and what people see are you know, the pretty pictures or me at a festival teaching or, you know, me at Aloe Yoga doing uh, another Aloe Moves program. And it's like, there's so many different aspects to what I had to do to get to where I am today, which was sitting at a desk for, you know, over five years working for software companies that gave me the understanding of technology to be able to leverage technology to be where I am today. And it's like all of those little aspects are self-reliance, really Mm. relying on yourself to create more creativity, to find a deeper resonance with the passion that creates 
your purpose. Yeah, I feel that. I think self-reliance is so important. I mean, dude, you know, I, I remember when I went to my first yoga class, my best friend Kiefer took me. And uh, I remember watching the teacher and being like, wow, I can do that. I want to do this. I feel a deep calling in my soul to follow this path. And I dove in so much so that I was like, I'm going to make this work. Hmm. And then I recognized four years in, oh, my God, teaching 15 classes a week is going to burn me out. It is not sustainable. The yoga teaching path for majority of humans is not set out for success. Hmm. And to have self-reliance, and when I say success, I mean, you know, it costs money to live life. And, you know, we got to be able to put food in our bodies and pay the bills and pay rent while be in alignment with our dharma, Mm -hmm. with our soul's alignment to expand collective consciousness. And I believe self-reliance is what yoga will teach us Mm -hmm. where, you know, for five months I had another job on top of teaching yoga while I was working my superfood business because I wasn't making enough money in my superfood business and in teaching yoga alone Mm -hmm. to live my life. And I had self-reliance. And I want to talk a little bit about your your superfood business because I know that in watching you grow and Mm. in watching you really take hold of your life, it's Mm. been so beautiful to witness you be supported by something that you're passionate about. Thank you. And I would say that, like, what you're building with your superfood business is, is very similar to, you know, what I've been building in the different streams of revenue that I have as well. And it's like... I feel like diversifying your your revenue streams really does bring you to the deep aspect of understanding yoga because Mm. yoga is union. It's Mm. bringing together all the things that bring you sustenance so that you can actually have the capacity to share more. Yes. So so tell us a little bit about what what's your what's your plant food? What what is this superfood? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah. What's so a you know, superfood? We've shared a few episodes on the podcast, one with Dave Sandoval and with me talking as well. And you know, I have been approached by so many companies, as have you, mm-hmm. in so many products that I was like, nah, I don't feel like I don't want time of the day. I don't no, your product sucks. I don't want that. <laughs> and it just never resonated. Yet for me, Eddie looked at me and he was like, dude. I hear your prayer. I hear you asking for something in your life that has the availability to serve others. You teach yoga because you love helping people. You love serving people, breath and self-reliance upon themselves and abilities for them to evolve. Mm -hmm. And he said, I found something that I know will change your life, change your health, change your income, and change how you practice yoga and how you walk yoga. He looked at me dead in the eyes, and I was just like, okay, what, <laughs> what is, is it? it? <laughs> and he passed me this green shake, and I was like, dude, what is that? I don't want that. It's green. I was like, I'm like let's go juice something instead. And, and, just, and just to, to know, I, I just want to denote that when I first met Alec, he was a sugar baby. When I say sugar baby, like he would eat so much sugar, like candy, pure candy. And I was like, dude, you're, I, I've been a, I mean, I will say that I'm a chocoholic, but I'm definitely not a sugar baby. He was eating like, like Sour Patch Kids. Uh, bad time, man. Yeah. So, you know, this superfood company, it changed my life. The shakes taste amazing. The supplements are next level. They're beyond organic. It's been around for 25 years. And, you know, really what Purium is addressing is a rising issue in our country with our food system. Mm. Our food industry lies to us. And we have been poisoned by what's called glyphosate. Do you know about glyphosate? Isn't that what they put on? Like, isn't it like Roundup, basically? Glyphosate is the active ingredient in Roundup. It is on the stores mm-hmm. in in in, uh, Home Depot, and they spray it on our lawns, they spray it on the schoolyards, they spray it on our food. Mm. And what glyphosate does is it goes inside of your gut, your microbiome, which is your second brain. So I just learned this. When um, in the first trimester, when babies are in the womb, there's three strands of DNA that are not interwoven. Mm. 
and you've got like your 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 hair follicles, your eyelids, your fingernails, your 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 dermal layer. And then the second layer, I am totally forgetting what it is. But the third, this is fascinating. The top of the strand is your brain. The bottom of the strand is your gut. Mm. Your, our guts and our brains are in are, are totally indirectly linked yeah. towards what what you, you know what you put in your body reflects towards your brain. You have leaky gut, you have foggy brain. Yeah, those are linked. Yeah. So glyphosate goes into the microbiome and it destroys the intestinal villi, which doesn't allow us to pull nutrients from our food. Mm. Now Dave Sandoval, the owner of our company, he created these products, these plants to address rising dis-ease, disease just waiting to manifest in mm -hmm. the body from lack of nutrition 25 years ago. And four years ago, he pulled the products out of the stores because stores were saying to him, hey man, your product's too expensive. It's too good. We need you to cut quality. And he was like, absolutely not. So it's only now word of mouth, social sharing economy, mm -hmm. word of mouth, you share and be able to receive compensation from your own personal transformation. And so for me, you know, I got started and I did the 40 day program. My gut was better than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And uh, next thing I knew within probably about a solid year of building my business, I made more money with Purium and was able to reach, I feel, more direct, com direct impacted people than I did making five years of teaching yoga. Wow. It was unbelievable. I'm going to say that again. In one year, in 2018, I made more income with Purium Superfoods than I did in five years of teaching yoga. And when I saw that, I was like, wow, okay, you know, like I, I do want to teach yoga. And I don't want to teach 15 classes a week. I do want to travel the world. Mm -hmm. And I do want to be able to reach and make an impact. I'm so grateful for this podcast that I've been able to connect with Eddie, with people that have literally traveled to Boulder, Colorado, messaged me on Instagram, was like, hey, I love your podcast. Can we get tea? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> we're going to festivals all the time. And people are like, dude, yoga revealed. Like, yes. Yeah. I've been in trainings with people that are like, that voice. Yeah, exactly. It's that so familiar. Who is yoga revealed? And you know, Purium for me, you know, I, I got, I had the, I don't know how many, what's the biggest amount of people that you've ever taught in front of. Mm -hmm. For me, it was 1200 people a couple years ago. And you know, I had the opportunity to speak on stage at Purium's convention last August in front of 1200 people and inspire love. And inspire what I believe, like I said, you know, yoga is self-reliant healing. Mm -hmm. And you'll vibe with this. Nutrition is self-reliant healing. Yep. There's so many. It's so fascinating to me because for years, Andrew, I have been practicing for eight years, but I never brought attention to saucha. Of internal, was... internal gut. Yep. Not space, not even mind, but what you eat. I always say that the energy that you put inside is the energy that you give out. It's true. You know, so I feel that we were even talking about it yesterday, the day before, like how for at this point in time, like I'll eat two to three meals a day that are more small, yet I'll consume three to four shakes a day that go from nutrient dense phytonutrient greens to a protein mushroom drink to a Kamut ancient Egyptian wheatgrass drink to beets with a little bit of your mate leaf because we also like to get a little kick up, you know, <laughs> we like to vibe up. Yes. And uh, yeah, you know, this is this company, man. It's um, fighting Monsanto, fighting for pure food, mm -hmm. fighting for financial sovereignty and be able to have a secondary stream of income for people who, like myself, didn't ever have that opportunity because I was caught in the grind, man. And, you know, it feels really good to be past paycheck to paycheck, knowing that I can buy my brother a yoga class when he can't afford it. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it's really beautiful to me to be able to know that a year from now, we can be outside of this country together, working yoga retreats, having our own modes of income, knowing that we've got something to literally serve in more than one way. Yep. That's, that's. That I feel is the evolution of yoga because what it comes down to is like, how are we able to positively influence and affect people in more than one way? Yoga is great. You know, it's incredible to be able to bring people through asana 
you know, but when we take it to the next level, when we empower people through nutrition, when we empower people through thought process, through deeper awareness as to how to build more abundance in their life and then how to utilize that abundance to share with the world, that is really what yoga is all about Mm. in my perception. I agree. The collective consciousness right now is in a very powerful opportune time i re- just watched a movie um called a private war mm. and it was really intense i mean beyond that we just watched a movie <laughs> called fahrenheit 11 9 and everyone needs to watch that yeah i feel like it's it's part of history you, you know, know? It's, it's this political structure that we're in that's not working and this movie that i watched was about war and there's so many children across this world that don't have what we have. Yeah. And we do have an opportunity to put money in the hands of brothers and sisters who can make a positive difference in the world. And that for me is really what the superfood company is about. Uh, that's uh, that segues I feel like to to my my next topic which is how can we be more potent in our communities? Mm. And I feel like uh, this is a prime time for us to truly connect to our brothers and our sisters who are truly rooted in creating a difference in the community mm-hmm. and helping to empower that through our own sovereignty of upliftment, of fulfillment, of connectivity. And what I mean by this is like create a group, create a, a men's group, create a woman's group. Create a space where you can connect with your friends, with your loved ones, with the people who you truly wish to grow with and to impact the world with. Because we are in a pivotal time to inspire change. And whether that's through healthy eating, whether that's through mindful meditation, whether that's through meeting up to go on nature walks, Mm. whatever you can do right now to truly inspire a deeper sense of mindfulness should be your calling. Because we are living in a time right now where not only is our whole country at stake, but our whole world, our whole entire world, the the forests are being cut down, the water is being polluted, but we also do have really awesome human beings that are making a difference. I just talked to a good friend of mine who owns this company out in Flint, Michigan, and I don't know if anyone is familiar with the podcast and ha, we love you too. Um, the, there's a really incredible company out of Flint, Michigan um, that's called Genusi. And they're actually taking the plastic bottles that are being sold to the people of Flint, Michigan, because they don't have fresh water that they can drink. This is literally tap water. Like their tap water is polluted. So they've been drinking out of these plastic waters that are from Nestle, who's making a killing off of selling water to the citizens of Flint, Michigan, that should have water. I mean, that's part of like daily, like like that's part of, we're, we don't live in a third world country. We live in America, which should be one of, you know, the most opportune spaces in the world. Mm-hmm. And there's a place in America right now where people cannot, don't have access to fresh, clean water, where people are literally dying of lead poisoning. So they're creating glasses these glasses that help you see the change that you wish to be. Mm. And I feel like companies like that, you you got to really think about how you can create a difference in your in your neighborhood. And I mean, right now we're really doing our best to, to create a difference. And the way that I'm doing that is through working with Aloe Yoga through their Aloe Gives program where we've created a curriculum for children to learn yoga and mindfulness mm. in schools. Because I feel like it really starts with the next generation. How can we inspire the next generation to not make the same mistakes that we've made, to empower us to really create a communal awareness around living in communion with nature, planting more trees, being more mindful as to what we put into the trash, what we put into the recycling, and how we can become more sustainable as a human race mm-hmm. so that future generations have the opportunity to be able to persevere on in harmony, in symbiotic relationship with nature, because we're all connected to source. You know, I don't know if everyone has seen this little Swedish girl talking at the at a UN, mm-hmm. but essentially 
right now, we have the opportunity to change the direction. Yet our grandchildren, if we don't do something now, they're going to be the ones suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like I, I just had the opportunity of coming back from Finland mm-hmm. with Four Sigmatic. Uh, Taro, who's a great friend of mine who owns this really incredible mushroom company where they create these medicinal mushrooms that I've given you many a times. Yes. I mean, we, we are, I think I'm drinking the chaga right now. Uh, chaga mixed with lion's mane. It's been my, my day to day every single morning to get my mind super focused on getting things done. But, um, my good friend Taro invites me out to Finland, uh, for this incredible trip where we have the opportunity of meeting his culture you know, the Sami people who are these these indigenous shamanistic tribes that have been literally getting chaga mushrooms from the birch trees in Finland for years and mixing them into these really great immune boosting serums. And it's like, like this is what we got to get back to is our roots, understanding mm-hmm. where we're from, understanding our cultures, understanding you know, that these practices of the indigenous people, these practices of, you know, our family's roots are things that we can't lose, you know, things that are important to our actual evolution as a race, because the simplicity of life is being able to live in communion with the land. Mm. Mm. Tell us more about the journey to Finland. I mean, it was epic, dude. I, I've never been in, you know, negative 38 <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit or sorry, Celsius. Sorry. Negative 38 degrees Celsius is literally so cold that your nose runs and it's freezing before it even gets to your lip. <laughs> so it's it's one of those experiences where you really realize how important it is not only to stay warm but also to be with people who are you know kind of spotting your your health and your wealth because it's like (laughs) you could get cold and you could get frozen out there man you could easily die it's it's true you know like and i mean there it's happening in middle america right now is there there's a full-on you know cold warning for these deep temperature changes and that's what i'm talking about is like it's happening all around the world. Yeah. But having the opportunity to go to Finland was absolutely incredible. I'm so stoked for the whole Four Sigmatic team is incredible. They're just a group of guys that were super dedicated towards not only their culture, but towards healing and towards really bringing that self-reliant healing to the world. Mm. And they've done it through their incredible mixes. And they're, they're, they're just, they're people who really care about the environment and made a product that not only does its duty of sharing health and wellness with the world, but also has brought the the deep awareness of their culture to the world as well. Mm. And so, Four Sigmatic, thank you guys for keeping it real, doing it big. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the options that Four Sigmatic has and what we, Yoga Revealed, are able to offer to the beautiful listeners. Yeah, so basically Four Sigmatic is incredible and they've actually decided to sponsor the podcast and it's really awesome because I had been, you know, one of those people who doesn't really look for uh, sponsors or like I would get emails all the time, you know, about people like, oh, like we want to sponsor the podcast. Can you give this announcement about these beds or can you give this announcement about, you know, uh, this new website uh, company, you know, that's building out websites for yoga people. And I'm just like, you know, like I, I, I'm not a big advertisement person. I'm not a big advertising person at all. Like I only want to truly empower people with things that really matter. Serve. Yeah. And it's, it's really beautiful to have people like Taro who really believe in what we're doing uh, because he sees it. You know, I go out to Finland and I fly him and I had the opportunity of meeting Cruella. That's uh, so which, cool. Yeah, <laughs> Yasmin and Johanna, they're incredible. They're such dope people and like flying them. And I was actually uh, bunk mates with this dude, Aaron, who's a freaking epic skateboarder from Birdhouse Skateboards, who skateboards with Tony Hawk. Amazing. He was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 and 5, like he's super epic. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like hanging out, you know, in this igloo watching the or 
Aurora Borealis. Oh my gosh. And, you know, really touching base with incredible people. I met this epic model, Sarah. She's got two different color eyes and is one of like the most deep, uh, cosmic little angels that I've ever met. And, uh, dude, just epic people. Mm. Cassia. Cassia is like this epic surfer. And I, I got to fly them and teach them acro yoga. And my, my, how could I forget about my buddy Sam Calder? Sam Calder is one of the dopest videographers and just like an all-around adventure man. And Chelsea uh, Kawhi, she's just a sweetheart from that we just randomly met in Kawhi. And now we're, we were all together in Finland having the opportunity to tap into the culture of the Finnish people and to have the deep resonance of community, you know, bringing people together around a central theme of really bringing back a deeper awareness of connectivity. Mm. And that's what we're all about. And so I, I really appreciate Four Sigmatic and Tarot and the whole team. They're incredible human beings. And I'm stoked for them to be our sponsor for Yoga Revealed. Yes, indeed. First sponsor. Yes, indeed. That's a, a huge accomplishment for 2019. I feel like, uh, you know, one of the things that I've really looked at and creating this podcast is having it be a passion project, but it's really beautiful to actually have a passion project that is now sustainable. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that, you know, we're just paying money out of our pockets to create this, this uplifting vibration. It's like we have someone who's assisting us in being able to bring this to the world. And that's what, that's what I'm talking about is community. Yes. Community. I think that's a, that's a beautiful segue of community to tap into what you and I are able to create this May Across mm -hmm. the pond. Yeah. In Mykonos, Greece. It's true. It's oh my true. gosh. Yeah, so we are doing our first <laughs> Yoga Revealed retreat. So Andrew and I have accumulated over 10 teacher trainings together, if we put our trainings together, and uh, we have over 100 episodes that we have sat face-to-face -face from some of the most senior, renowned yoga teachers and most well-known wisdom keepers. And we are both now coming together to share our both very unique, diverse, and intentional modalities of yoga, meditation, and lifestyle integration mm -hmm. with you in Mykonos, Greece. Yep. <laughs> and really, I feel that one of the coolest things about this experience is that it's happening at Mykonos Blue, which is this mm. gorgeous retreat center. You've been there. Yes, I've been there. I, I went there actually um, this past, uh, when was that, October, mm -hmm. and uh, had a deep dive into really checking out a few different retreat centers. And I really resonated with this one because it's it's clean. It's It's natural. It's beautiful. It's on the beach. And it's like one of those places that you go to and you just immediately tap into the consciousness of the world because it's so nice and quiet and it's so just pristine. Like that white and blue just brings you to that, that hue of just complete relaxation. And I feel that in the practice of yoga, we really have to be mindful as to where we're practicing. Mm. And I feel honestly that practicing at a retreat at a space where you don't have any distractions, at a space where there's no, um, you know, phone calling. There's, I mean, there's obviously phone calling, <laughs> but uh, there's there's no distractions from like, you know, oh, you've got to go into work tomorrow, or oh my goodness, um, you know, your child is, you know, sick at school. It's like there's only you practicing yoga in a beautiful place. Mm. And you don't have to go to the store to get food. We got you covered. <laughs> you don't have to go, you know, <laughs> run around and, and worry about, like, where the next adventure is in this beautiful place. Like, everything is planned and curated. And the cool thing about it, too, is we're going to be integrating the knowledge and the wisdom of the last 108 episodes that we've done, or however many it is, to really hone in exactly what we wish to teach you over these seven days. And we've got some pretty epic curriculum in store for you because our, our goal is not only to teach you yoga, but to teach you life skills to really empower you to take it to the next level. And more than ever, it's time to do this now. 
And you know, on the light of the asana and the yoga and up-leveling your yoga practice, in my experience of spending weeks at a time in an intensive with someone who is better than I am at what I'm doing, the day-to-day integration of what I learned and what I'm learning implements and facilitates accelerated healing. So in other words, by being present with us for seven days, you'll be able to harness an incredible focused container. You'll put a microscope onto your body and be able to twist that final little crystal on the crystal grid to be in absolute alignment in your life and in your body, in your mind, and most importantly, in the moment. That is what I feel studying yoga on a daily basis with someone who is maybe just a little further on the path of studentship and, and, and teachership and, and being able to have something to transmit. So this is this is a great opportunity. It's it's beyond even learning from someone who's a little further on the path. I mm. feel that it's also learning in a space that is literally specifically for uplifting your perceptions, mm. uplifting your heart, uplifting your spirits, and really drawing you to a space where not only can you tap into the alignment of the yoga, mm. but you can also tap into the super conscious of being amongst other yogis who are doing the same. So it's like that that uplifting happens from a community standpoint and also happens from a teacher-student standpoint and also happens from an environmental standpoint. So all of those three combined create the trinity of divinity, deep embodiment and epic adventure all in store for you in Mykonos. Wow. (laughs) I'm so excited for this journey and I'm so excited to be across the planet with you again, which is where we met. Which it's is true. so beautiful. We met in Costa Rica. It's like our, our Costa Rican reunion we'll is actually go there coming one day. up. Yes, it does. We got to go there again. We got to have a retreat there. We will. Definitely. End of this year, 2020, happening. Down. Let's do it. It's beautiful. So, final takeaways. Final takeaways. I feel that we, we got to go back to just a little review of what yoga means to you. <clears throat> You know, I'll be vulnerable and real. (sighs) I feel that not only it takes a lot of intention and energy and investment to be in this body. It's very easy to go off into floaty, la-di-da-di, cosmic exploration outside of this physical realm. It's very easy to be a space cadet. And something that I have the high, personally, the high opportunity to practice and integrate is being here now. Hmm. We all do. I spend a lot of my time, I feel like one of my, my my own gifts, one of my spiritual gifts is I have vision. I have the capability to see into my own future, into future spaces, into the time-space continuum through my dreams, things that have happened in my dream space that have come true. And sometimes that can plague me with not being here now. And for me, right now, yoga is dharna. It is the containership of being in my body, mind, soul, present, absolute moment. Mm. And, uh, you know, yoga is constantly shifting and changing. I feel like since I met Eddie, it has always been about self-reliance and self-reliant healing and integrating into a deeper, stronger way my sovereignty. Yet, what I do feel I am cultivating is a higher sense of total presence Hmm. in in this moment and not not diving so much into the past and not being so in the future because it's stealing away from myself in this sacred moment right now 
So that to me is, is yoga. Wow. That's a, a great definition of yoga. I really appreciate that. The being, the hearing, the mm. now. Thank you. What about you? What is yoga to you right now? Yoga to me in this instance is deep service, really taking the time to be of service, and not only to myself, but to those who I truly care about and those who maybe I don't even know. Um, I feel that it's, it's a deeper understanding that selfless service of complete detachment from the due fulfillment. You know, it's, it's knowing that whatever you're doing is exactly the right thing that you're doing because it needs to be done. Mm. And I have no attachment to the result of my actions. It's just that understanding that these actions, when done with intention, with done with love, with done with, you know, a deeper connection to the power above, we're really tapping into that beauty of allowing the blossoming of Dharma, allowing the blossoming of Seva, allowing the blossoming of yoga. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you. I love that. And it, it is so beautiful how, you know, both my experience and Andrew's experience is so pure in, in, in this moment. And we invite you to, after you listen to this, journal. What is yoga to you right now? Not then, not there, but now, in this moment. It's yeah. important to reflect upon these questions. Definitely. And with that being said, I really just want to leave you with a little golden nugget. And mm. that golden nugget is that when you truly step into your power of being yourself to the fullest, all the presence that you need to be able to persist in practice, perseverance, patience, all three components to finding a deeper sense of awareness of your presence and your purpose. I have said this time and time again, but I feel that we all have a direct and deep mm -hmm. dharma. And to find that dharma, you truly got to be persistent in that practice. And that could be the practice of yoga. That could be the practice of cooking. That could be the practice of your favorite instrument. That could be the practice of online marketing. Whatever your practice is, do it to the best of your ability and keep true to it because we all have skills. We all have talents. It's just a matter of finding them and sharing them with the world. Mm, you know, my, my golden nugget on top of that, of stepping truly into your own empowered self is be willing be willing to look within and to find your gifts and reveal them to the world. That is helping you step forward into empowerment. I just want to say to the Yoga Revealed podcast listeners, we are so grateful for your listenership, for you continuing to be part of this community. Know that each and every one of you is an integral part of this connectivity, of this consciousness that is yoga. So we thank you for your presence. Continue to shine, live light, shine bright. Look forward to connecting with you next time on the following episodes of the Yoga Revealed podcast. Keep practicing, love life, and namaste. Blessings. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.